0: You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the Toxic Mold Expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 76, Crawl Spaces. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional the listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation Over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode.
1: Hello, hello everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, we are talking about crawl spaces.
2: Yeah, my favorite place in the
1: home. I didn't even know what crawl spaces were before I met you, and I think a lot of people don't know what crawl spaces are. So what are they? So crawl space,
2: you know, uh, homes. Well, not homes. Typically, like mobile homes. Back in the day, like those are when when people hear crawl space, that's what they think of as a crawl space. You know, you literally have to do the army crawl, which I refuse to go in a crawl space like that. But there's a lot of homes that are built over a crawl space, and so that crawl space, you you don't literally have to army crawl through it. Some of them, you know, if it's deep enough, like over four foot. You can almost hunch down and you've been in crawl spaces. You've seen some that are really tight. And yeah. you've seen some that you can almost like walk around. You just you're hunched over, obviously. Um so it's literally the space below your home. And some homes, you know, a lot of them on modulars. So that's you're gonna see it sits over a crawl space. Now, split level homes. Now when I say split level, not by level, when I talk about a by level, I've explained this to you, I think. Bi-level to me, and this is my terminology. I'm not saying this is what everybody else calls it. A bi-level to me is you come in on a landing. You can either go down or go
1: up. My mother has a bi-level. Then the well, split level is Clinton.
2: Uh, yeah, I think your no, your mom's has three levels. You come oh, on, that's on, right. Mom, that's right. And hers, then she, but but is, you can
1: go down to her basement right. from the front door, right. or you can go. Into her kitchen, right, or you can go up the stairs to the Correct. bedrooms.
2: So that's what I call a split. Oh, that's a split level, okay? Because it's more than two levels, a bi-level. Like you literally, uh, I got it. You come into um, more or less like you call it a foyer. I call it a foyer. Yes, foyer. You, you, it's it's more or less. There's stairs to your left or right, and there's stairs to the other side. Got you it. Could I only go you. up or only go down. Okay. There's not like a main level area, so. But even like, so you're talking about split level, um, By levels typically won't have a cross space. Okay. Because when you go down, that's usually you go down and that's the basement level. Mm-hmm. And it's usually where the garage is, that level. Um, if you go up, obviously, that's usually where the kitchen and the bedrooms are. A split level, though, like your mom's or like you were saying, Clinton, um, like Clinton had, what, four or five levels? Like, you yeah, you was, come in on a main. And
1: then you can go down into the living room. You could go down into the basement. You could go up to the kids' bedrooms, or you can go up to the master. Right.
2: So, it was all different levels. Yeah. Well, that type of, that, that split level in Clinton, that specific one, didn't have a crawl space. Obviously, you know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but some of them do when you, you know, more or less, usually the, the middle level um, underneath that is a crawl space. Okay and so a lot of them you can get into the crawl space from the basement. So so those of you that don't know it's, you know, if 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 you don't know what a crawl space is, I'm hoping you don't have one cuz <laughs> if you don't know what one is and you have one, you, yeah, you've got
1: it. You issues. need to go get in there. So. Okay, so so that's what a crawl space is. Now, what what is a homeowner looking for in a crawl space in terms of cuz I know you've covered this in your Udemy course. I remember specifically you talked about defects in crawl spaces mm-hmm. what what is a homeowner looking for when it comes to defects in a crawl space
2: first and foremost standing water okay um, you're well if you're like me you're not even gonna go in there if there's standing water in there you've got issues okay. and and it could be from a norm you know a number of things it could be abnormal grading and drainage it could be um, groundwater it could be many things so standing waters the probably the most important thing because, like I said, you don't even want to go in there. You also want to check for ventilation. That's another crucial thing. Mold cannot grow unless the humidity is above 60%. It's not that it's ideal. It cannot grow, period. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Mold has to have three main components to to reproduce, and humidity above 60% is one of them. So you want to make sure there's proper ventilation. Because if there's not, then you're going to have elevated humidity levels all the time. And Like, where we're at, we naturally do not have high humidity. Like, in the Northeast, they have high humidity. Yeah. You know, Texas, um, Florida, they have high humidity all the time, whereas here we don't. So, when we see an issue in a crawl space, something elevated the humidity to allow mold growth or for mold to reproduce, which is lack of ventilation or leaky pipe or whatnot. So, those are the two main things. Um, you want to make sure that there's a vapor barrier you're looking for when I say defects you know we're not just talking about mold but look for mold you know above you which would be the floor joists and the subfloor look for any discoloration water stains check the foundation for cracking Um, cracking can be caused by water um, and obviously water can cause a mold issue so be looking for things like that pest infestations you know mice droppings whatever
1: so lots of different things they could be looking at lots of gross yeah i could could go on and on and
2: on and most and here's the thing most people just they hate crawl spaces because they think it's gross yeah it's cobwebs but if you go down there you know at least i always recommend the spring and the fall um, if you do it when you're supposed to there shouldn't be a whole lot of cobwebs and Honestly, if there's cobwebs, that many cobwebs down there, you're not going in there as often as you should. And if you're freaked out by it, take a broom with you and, you know, wave it around in front of you to get the cobwebs. Or it's easy enough, just take your shot back in there and start sucking up all the cobwebs.
1: Well, and I mean, I'm sure if there's somebody listening who's like me and goes, okay, I don't like spiders. I hate mice. I can't stand bugs. Moths freak me out. <laughs> then uh, the next thought is, I'm not going in any crawl space. I'm going to hire somebody. So who do you hire to come check your crawl space?
2: Well, if you choose to hire like a specialist like myself, it's going to be expensive. I mean,
1: some people will pay that not right? to have to deal with that. But
2: that's what you would you would hire. I mean, at least at a minimum, hire a home inspector okay. to come do it. But if if someone called me and said, "Hey, can you just inspect my crawl space?" I'd ask more questions like, well, why, you know, and if you said, well, my husband refuses to go down there, I refuse to go down there, so we want to pay you. I would say, okay, so this is what I charge, you know, it's a it's a mold inspection that comes with two tests and blah, 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 and then that's what I would do, but if you refuse to go down there, then it is what it is, but keep in mind that, you know, obviously for us, you have me that can go down there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for the for the most part, there's going to be like a water shut off or something down in there. So I would hope that our listeners and hey, I have phobias too. I'm I'm somewhat claustrophobic, not terribly, but you know, it's you should convince yourself that you need to go down in that crawl space because there's a lot of things you can be looking for defects. And the, once you're comfortable with it, honestly, like if you had to run a Cat 5 cable from here down to another room, and you're comfortable in the crawl space, it's a simple job. Yeah. You drill a hole through the floor and go down in the crawl space. and You see what I mean? So it's something I understand, like I said at the beginning, if it's army crawl kind of thing, oh, I wouldn't go down there either. Yeah. But most crawl spaces, you know, you crawl, but you still have a couple feet of head height. So, but, you know, like I said, if you want to pay somebody <laughs> None of us would uh, really turn down any money, so...
1: Well, and I think it's a viable option for people who don't want cobwebs in their hair, and they don't want their nails in the dirt, and they don't want any risk of seeing mice.
2: Well, you could put a, a bonnet on, <laughs> and you can put some gloves on. <laughs> but, let, you know, like I said, I guess my whole point with that is, is, and I understand listeners might not want to go down there, but it, it is very advata- advantageous for you as the occupant of the home to... At least somebody that will go down in there. And see what's going on. And I'm sure kids don't care about that kind of stuff. No, no. But I wouldn't send... No. You know, <laughs> they're just going down there to play.
1: Exactly. So what are some simple things that people can do to prevent mold in a crawl space?
2: So we talked about the two most important things was standing water, what to look for, mm-hmm. yeah. and ventilation. So if you have standing water, obviously you have a lot more issues you got to deal with. It's not just a simple fix. But ventilation is is not that difficult to put in a crawl space i mean technically and i say it that way you're supposed to leave your vents open in the crawl space year round Mm -hmm. but as you know even ours i tape up just because we live in uh antarctica if i ask you sometimes (laughs) but it gets really cold here and we have water lines down there so i close them up in the winter but technically you're supposed to leave them open so it's not hard to drill a few holes and put a vent cover on the exterior of, of your home. So ventilation's an easy easy fix that'll prevent mold. And another one is um a vapor barrier. And when I say vapor barrier, it's just visqueen is what I call it. And people are like, what's that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's when I started out in construction, that's just what we call plastic sheeting. But it's just plastic sheeting you can go buy it at your local hardware stores. I always recommend getting black. Um, and the reason that you want black plastic sheeting is because if there's say is a a drain pipe that leaks or a water line that leaks when it dries usually in the water we talked about water quality several weeks ago but there's enough calcium in the water you see a little bit of calcification on that black visqueen so it's not tough to put down just go put down a vapor barrier to cover all the soils up and that'll keep if you have moist soils that'll keep all that moisture down in the soils and won't allow it to come up into the crawl space air.
1: Okay. So those are just some of the things that people can actually do. Uh, What's your call to action for people when it comes to crawl spaces?
2: Well, what we just talked about, just go take a peek (laughs) down in there, you know, first and foremost, know how to get in there. Um, Like I said, there are, I'm sure we have listeners that have a crawl space and they don't even know it. Exactly. It just, it's something there's no access on the outside. So they don't see anything. And typically it's an access, you know, in a closet somewhere, you you know. But obviously knowing where the access point is 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 crucial. But just go pop that cover off and take a peek. If you're too scared to actually go down in there, grab your flashlight and just look from the opening. Just kind of hang your head down in there and just make sure you don't see any standing water or maybe the insulation's falling down or stuff like that. So go take a peek and... Just make sure you don't have any issues going on.
1: Awesome. And then would you say that of the books you've written, which book would you recommend for people who maybe just figured out that they have a crawl space and didn't know it?
2: So The Mold Epidemic is kind of a all-around good book. Um, the uh, Toxic Mold in My Old Home is more catered to older homes. Mm-hmm. And so Black Mold in Home Inspections would probably be... Uh, probably the best book because it, I actually walk you through what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to be looking for. When I decide to get computer savvy and finish this book I've been working on, that I've been working on forever, it's written. I just have to do all the stuff that that you used to do, like the post-producing <laughs> yeah. and the stuff I don't like. <laughs> um, but anyhow, and, and another reason I haven't gotten it done is obviously we you know design courses and whatnot. But that book is um, Building a Mold-Resistant Home. So that covers stuff, too, with the crawl space. But all of the books will cover it. But the one that probably is, you know, I think your best bet would be Black Mold and Home Inspections. Because I, I really detail, like from an inspector's point of view, what you should be looking for.
1: All right. There you have it. And you can just look that up, Black Mold and Home Inspections, on Amazon. All right, everybody. We will catch you in the next episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast.
0: Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.